theyeshiva.net. So we begin today a new Mimer on the, this week's Parsha, Veil Mishpatim, page 156, or Ayin Ches, column 4, Lysia Meshakela. This Mimer was said by the Balatanya on Shabbos Parshas Mishpatim, Mevarchim HaChaydish Adar, Shabbos before Rishchaydish Adar, which was Parshas Mishpatim, of the year Tovkov Nun Zayin. Tovkov Nun Zayin would be 1797. <laughs> I may have mentioned once that it's known that there were the Maimarim of the Balatanya, what they call Far Peterburg and Nach Peterburg, before Petersburg and after Petersburg, which was an expression before he was arrested and liberated on Yutas Kislev, two years later, Tovkov Nuntes, which was in Petersburg, the capital. And uh, the Maimarim after Peterburg were a completely different style. Most of the Maimarim, especially the longer ones, are from after Peterburg, after Tovkov Nuntes, which means the end of 17, Tovkov Nuntes is 1799, and then the early 1800s. Until his Estalkus and Tovkov Ayan Gimel 1812. This Maimer is a Maimer which would be called Far Peterburg, which is before Yetaskislov. And one can usually see in the style the difference. I was mentioning that, so this is from Tovkov Nun Zion. It says that in after Peterburg, the Ur came into more Kalim, more Harchava, more explanation, more. Uh, Pratim, more details, more with Hasbara. Before it was more, uh, so to speak, intense, fiery. <clears throat> the, even the expressions and so forth. Huh? So this is a Maimer on the, towards the end of Parshish Mishpatim. There's a very interesting Pasuk. This is in, in, in Shishi of Mashpatim, in chapter 23, Pasuk, uh, Chavav. Shmois Chav Gimel, Pasuk Chavav. So just the context, Moshe speaking to the Jewish Hashem, um, <coughs> Hashem tells Moshe that he's sending a malach to watch him and to prepare the place where they, uh, where they're going to go. They shouldn't bow down to other idols. And then he says, The previous passage, We will serve, you should serve your God, and he will bless, He'll bless your food and your water. And I will remove illness from your midst. Then he says, there will be no Meshakela. Meshakela is translated usually as a bereaved woman. A woman who, uh, who experiences miscarriages. Meshakela meaning she loses her children after they're already, after this pregnancy, but she loses the child. God forbid. That's called a Meshakela. Akara is of course barren. Somebody who's an Akara, infertile. So he says, Lysia Meshakela of Akara Bartzacha. There will be no bereaved or barren woman in your land. I will fill the number of your days. Okay, then he goes off to discuss 
the awe that the people in Eretz Yisrael will have when the Jewish people come, etc. This is towards the end of Mishpat. As we'll see later, he doesn't start off here with questions, but as we'll see later, the diyukim that he explains, you can understand some of the issues. One of them is, just a basic one, is the word Baritzecha. The focus is not so much in your land. It sounds like it's about your land. The focus is on the people. There won't be a Meshakela, there won't be an Akara. But he emphasizes it's like only Baritzecha in the land. The point, yeah, the Jewish people are going to go into the land. But why is that focus? That's not connected with the land. It's connected with the people. It's a promise that they won't, that there won't be a bereaved woman. There won't be an infertile woman. But he's, he emphasizes Davke Baritzecha. It's known, just like we have on the physical plane, there's something called the earth, Eretz. And this Eretz, our, 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 our earth, what he calls the, the lower earth, the physical earth, is responsible for producing all types of megadim, meaning all types of delicacies. It doesn't only mean delicacies in terms of sweet foods. That too, sweet fruits and so forth. But all types of good foods to give life to every single soul alive, every single living organism. Its physical life comes from that which is produced by the earth. Yeah. And as he continues, Without this Eretz, without earth, there's no existence, there can't be existence or vitality, life, to anyone who lives, who inhabits the earth. There's not a living organism on the earth that would be able to survive. One can have all the assets, wealth, and affluence of gold and silver, the most expensive metals, but if there's no produce from the earth, then our planet, no living organism can survive. This is what we live from. Even if a person is not eating directly vegetables or fruits or seeds or legumes, a person is eating meat, for example, right? but the, the animal is eating it. There's, uh, there's just the, the food, the food, what's called the food chain, the food web, huh? You must have the earth. So he says, this is a, this is a reflection of Lamaila, something called Eretz Achayim. There's another earth. It's called the earth of life, Eretz Achayim. From there comes also life and food. There's the physical earth from where all life and food comes from. All food comes, which gives life. There's also the spiritual earth, Eretz Achayim. That's how he starts, from where also there's life and food for neshamas, for all the collective souls and individual souls. What type of food does it give them? Physical earth gives the physical nutrients. But there's another earth, a spiritual earth, Eretz Lamaila, Eretz Achayim, which gives them the food 
to be able to experience what he says, love of Hashem, do all of his mitzvahs, which a person does, and he lives through them, an authentic life. Interesting expression. An authentic life, a real life, similar to the physical earth. Just as is with the physical earth, all spiritual nutrition, all the chios, all the nutrients, the vitamins, the herbs, spirituals, which come to a person. To be able to give him Torah and Avoida, which is Chayim Amitim, authentic life. It all comes through the earth, through Eretz HaChayim Al Through the higher earth of life, that's what the Pasuk means in Tehillim, in Hallel. I will walk before God in the lands, in the, in the lands, in the earths of life. He says in parentheses, it says, Ba'artzois, Hainu Kiyash Eretz, he love Eretz Tata, Dainu Knesses Yisrael de Le'edu, Knesses Yisrael de Lusata, Kigam Lamaili, Yishpkinas Knesses Yisrael, Ki Yisrael Olobo Machshava. In Eretz itself, there's a higher Eretz, in this spiritual Eretz, there's a higher one and a lower one. Knesses Yisrael exists on a higher plane, a lower plane. Even Lamaila, in other words, pre the descent into this world, there's something called Knesses Yisrael. Yisrael come from Machshava, the Medrash says, in Bereshis Rabbah. This source is called Eretz. Why is it called Eretz? I understand down here it's called Eretz. That's, that's the name of it. Eretz is earth. Why is it called Eretz over there? Just like this physical earth. Much of its vegetation doesn't just come independently on its own. Elamin there often has to be, I plant, one plants. There's something in the earth that has what's called a vegetative power. You could put your seed in a bowl of gold. Nothing's going to happen to it, even though gold is more expensive. It's in the soil, it's in the earth that the Rebbeinu Shalalem created the entire reality, the entire potentiality for growth. It's only through her, through the earth, from her and through her, mimena, from her and through her, that all the seeds that one plants can produce what it produces, which as usually, you know, we take it for granted, but we should never take this process for granted. You know, what the earth knows, how it figures it out, you put in a seed and somehow, right, sometime later, it's like it's uh, it's producing whatever it's producing, whether it's vegetables, whether it's grain, whether it's legumes, seeds, uh, fruit trees, etc. Packaged in the way it's packaged, perfect for the human palate or for the animal palate or whatever living organism is eating off it. The nutrients that a person needs to live, even colorful, uh, appealing, beautifully designed, the right colors and so forth, and of course, the earth figures this out together with the seed, exactly how to get all of its nutrients, how to convert sunlight into glucose, how to be able to uh, have the roots expand exactly where there'll be enough water 
So it should be able to get its own soul, its own chiyus, and then does what it has to do. This is the miracle of the kayach hatzemeyach that exists in the earth with the co-partner of the human who is planting the seeds. Germinate. Yeah? doesn't matter. What I'm saying is it's not necessarily the soil. It's able to be human-made. Yeah, yeah, but we're replicating that. It's sort of, not necessarily. It's not a replication. It's actually... But you need the minerals, no? You still need from the earth the minerals. Even in the artificial thing, you still need... No, no, I'm saying... But even the minerals, but the the minerals come from there. You need something connected to the offer. So he says, so this is a marshal. So, the same is true the spiritual life. Which come and flow from Eretz HaChayim, from the earth we call in life. It comes from the source, from the life of life. Hashem, He gives the Kayach in the earth to produce the tzemach. It's, it's, there's, there's a kayach hatzemeach, just like physically, Hashem put into the earth. And when I plant, when I toil, I, I toil the earth, I plow and I plant, it's, it grows. The same is true in the Eretz that we're talking about, the Eretz Aliyayna, that there's a kayach, it all comes from the source of Chayi HaChaim, the life of life, who gives the kayach in this Eretz to be able to produce and give the life that it gives. There's a Pasuk in Bereshis, the Pasuk says in the story of creation, yeah. right in the beginning of the creation, when it comes to the last days, comes to uh, to uh, Friday, so he says, Hashem said, let the earth produce a living soul, according to its species, every animal, every mammal, Remus, every insect, Chaisei Eretz, all the beasts of the earth, everything according to its species. And this is what it, this is what was. A fascinating thing. The grandson of the Balatanya, he has this mimer with footnotes. He says, how do you understand this? From earth came out a living soul. A living soul. Later it says by a person... That Vayitzer Hashem Alekim, Hashem created the body offer, and then He blew in a soul. But with all the animals, that's not the case. It's Toitzei Ha'aretz Nefesh Chaya. So from from uh, from from earth, from soil, Eretz, from Eretz comes out a living, a living Nefesh a Nefesh Chaya Lemina Behemis Veremis Vechaisi Eretz Lemina. But when you say He says what He's saying in this Maimer is that everything in the physical is a mirror of the spiritual. So Toitzia Aretz Nefesh Chaya Lamina, there's the Eretz Lamata, the Eretz Lamata, and then there's Artsis Hachayim, Eretz Hachayim, yeah, which is a, 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 a spiritual reality of Eretz that, that, that produced the Nefesh, that produced, that produces Chius, produces Chius, and every single living organism, yeah, is a different manifestation, every species, a different manifestation of, of that Eretz. But just like earth here, 
One must toil, one must plow, and one must plant. Yes, the earth has the gift of Koyach HaTzemeach, but I have to plow to make the earth fertile, and I have to plant. Spiritually, this is what the Pasuk means we say in Tehillim, Friday night in the Mizmorim before the Chadaydi. Tavad HaMelech says in Tehillim, What's Oyr Zarua Latzadik? Oyr is light. Zarua is planted. Latzadik for the Tzadik. Who's the Tzadik? So he says, When it says a Tzadik, it refers to every person. Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Your entire nation, all of them, are Tzadikim. Yeah, there is the level of a tzaddik, an authentic tzaddik explained elsewhere, probably means the Tanya, where he discusses what's the true definition of the tzaddik versus the Benini versus the Russia. He says, we're not talking about that. An Adam Kasher, an Adam Kasher means an Erlich a fine person, somebody who's not wicked. That's what we mean here. You could say Tzadik is the specific definition of what a Tzadik is, which is very lofty and it's not the potential of every person. Even if you work very hard, you have to have a certain type of soul. But here we're talking about the Tzadik, a good person, a person who's, uh, who lives his life, tries to live his or her life, in a proper way, in a righteous way, tzaddik has the word righteous, tzedakah, in a charitable, just way, tzaddik. The Gemara tells us that, uh, the Gemara says in Nidah that, when a fetus is being born, when an embryo is being developed, yeah, so the malach, Asks Hashem, yeah, should he be strong? Should this fetus be weak? You know, it's genetic, uh, it's genetic composition, it's chemistry. IQ, brain power, a chachem, a tipish, a giboy, a chalosh, yeah, an entrepreneur, a schlepper. He goes through everything. What, uh, the <laughs> one thing is not discussed. It's going to be a good person, a tzaddik or not. That's hakal b'day shamayim chutz meyir shamayim. Like some learned in brachas recently. It's a, this is a concept that it's not negeya. A person's different capacities that people have and I can't change the color of my eyes or my height or certain aspects about my makeup, many aspects. But tzaddik v'rasha, how a person is going to live. Loika amar, this was not given as a verdict before birth. This is the tzaddik we're talking about. The real ultimate tzaddik, over there it's already different. Eoiv says, Barasa tzaddikim, you created tzaddikim, Barasa rishayim. That's a unique potential of a tzaddik on a different level, somebody who could completely transform a Sahara. But we're not talking about the regular, uh, a, a, a fine person. What's the oir zeruel at tzaddik? He says, the oir, the light, he avas Hashem, which shekosi, I love you, zbarach hanim adam. The light is love and the desire to Hashem that's communicated, that's given to a person, this is planted. Why do you say planted? Light is not planted. Seeds are planted. Oh, but now we understand. This is Zarua Be'eretz 
There's the physical earth, and then there's Toitzei Ha'aretz, the spiritual earth, which is also the source of what? Of a different type of chiyas, of spiritual life, Chayim Amitim. That's the light of Avas Hashem and the desire to Hashem that a person has, meaning the desire for truth, the yearning for truth, the love for truth. Godliness is truth. The Gemara says, This is planted in Eretz HaChayim L'Tzadik, Who's the tzaddik? Every person. Pidush, liyoy tzaddik, umakushir ba'ashem l'davkabah. Oir, the light of Avas Hashem and the Chukah is planted in the Eretz HaChayim in order to be given to the tzaddik. Va'amich kulam tzaddikim. He should be able or she should be able to be connected to Hashem in advekas, in an intimacy, in oneness. V'zois yasim adam alibay v'yedenem ona v'yamin b'munashleimam. This a person ought to place on his heart and to know with full trust and to believe with complete faith three things. He has to put this in his heart and know this fully and believe this with that all the love, any experience of Ava and Yira, any experience of love and awe, which is the Eir, or Yizarua, is matas alikim. Matas alikim means a gift, like matana, matas. It's given. It's given from Hashem. He's the one who imbues the higher earth, the spiritual earth, with the koyach with the vegetative koyach. Just like the physical earth, the Pasuk says, He imbued in the earth through the entire scientific uh, process the ability to be able to do what it does in terms of produce. In the Eretz HaLyayna, he also imbued the Koyach HaTzemeach, LaHatzmiach Avas Hashem V'Yirasi Alpanov. To be able to produce, to grow in the human soul. Oyer Zarua LaTzadik. In the human soul, Ava and Yirah, which is nutrition. This is the nutrients. It's the real Chayim Amitim. It's authentic life. And just like in the earth, if I plant... And, 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 uh, and first plow and plant, it'll grow. If I don't plant and plow, it won't, if I don't plow and plant, it may not grow. Sometimes things will grow on their own. But if you want an organized, systemized fashion and certain, <laughs> certain produce, you'd have to plant. But it's not my planting that does the miracle. My planting, I have to work with the, with the, with the, with the climate. I have to work with the rain. I have to work with the soil. I have to work with sunlight. I have to work with the environment. I can't decide I'm going to put a plant on the table and it's going to grow. Because it's the Eretz. So therefore, the same is true spiritually. A person plows. A person plants. But where does it grow? It's not growing because I used a shovel or because I put in a couple of seeds. It's growing because of the unique Koyach, of Koyach HaTzemeach, which Hashem put into the Eretz. Yeah. There's an expression in uh, the Gemara says that in Shabbos, that... Uh, <laughs> What's the connection of Seder's Royim to Amuna? So Toysfus brings from Yerushalmi, A Jew plants, he believes in and he plants. No, you have to have Amuna to do Zeriah. <laughs> People who are atheists also plant. Shamamin, he believes in the life of the world, meaning in the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. So Taisva says over there, Shamaimin, uh, Shabbos Lamed Aleph, believes in nature. Yeah. So in sense, he understands what nature is. You know, the Maimin, he understands it's not stam, you know, it's a random thing. 
there's, there's a life force. There's a, there's a, there's a divine energy here. So yeah, I have to do my part, but there's a divine energy in Kaya Chatzamech. So he says a person has to understand the same is true spiritually. Same idea. Remember, we're paralleling the, we're paralleling the physical earth to the spiritual earth. That all the chaim, just like without the physical earth, nobody could live. Without the spiritual earth, we're given, as he said in the beginning of the Maimer, chayim and mazen l'nisham Yisrael, to love Hashem, to do all of his mitzvahs, which gives us real life, chayim amitim, real, authentic life, the, the authenticity of life, let's put it that way. That is the ur, that's urzarua which produces the avas Hashem, the chukat Hashem, the dveikas in Hashem. Which have the nutrient, huh? Experience, the experience. The nutrients, the, the spiritual nutrients. When I eat, when I eat grain, or I eat a vegetable, or I eat a fruit, or you're juicing, you're juicing, yeah? What are you, what are you gaining from the juice? <laughs> Very good. And the truth is the, huh? The closer you get to the nutrients of the physical, you get also closer to the spirituality of it, to the energy of it, right? The more you stay away from the nutrients, you stay in the clippers, the less, the less you, uh, the less chios you get from it. We all know that in foods, there's different parts. There's the parts that are just there to uh, tempt you and test you and, uh, you know, have you deal with your weight and your issues. And then there's the parts that actually give you the life. Yeah. No, so we, he said before, we plow, we plant, but it's the Kayachat Semeyach that does it, not my planting, not my plowing. I could make a Kaili for it. I could make a Kaili that I can do, but the rain I'm not in control of, and the earth I'm not in control of, and sunlight I'm not in control of, and the whole process that are the gifts that God gave the physical earth with all of the components of it, to be able now to take my, my Christian's view is only like a, it's called this Arusadalatata, Halas Man. It's, it's, it's just constructing the, the preparation. That's. And even if the weather does cooperate, it's not him doing it right. It's that he's doing it right in this environment. He has to work with what is. So you'll, you'll, you'll see. He's going to explain what he means. So it's matas alakim shenois and koyach atzemeich be'eretz alyon alatzmiich avos Hashem be'yirase alponov. Hashem gives the koyach to the eretz alyon to produce, to grow this ava, this yira, which are the nutrients that provide real life, authentic life. Ve'einam nimshachim mekoyach adam oivet batzim. It does not come from the power of the person himself, the person who's oivet. Valkane, kol ikiravidose. It's like nobody's going to look at the peach or the plum or the orange and say, look what I created. No, 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 no. You didn't disturb. And you did a couple of right things, but this is, uh, this is the miracle of nature. Valkane, kol ikiravidose, leitia lev, esashem me atzme. Sheyia huha oivid, vuhua oiv. And therefore, main avoida. Whole avoid of a person should not be with the idea that a person says, 
I'm going to serve. I'm going to love. I'm going to figure this out. Kiyim kamayshakasov, like it says in the previous pasuk, va'avadetem es Hashem alekech, va'avadetem es yutke vafke alekech. Upirushay lefipshutoy ene muvim. On a literal level, this pasuk is not understood. V'chihuyis barich lavaydaseinu hutzarich uklum chasuchas v'shalom v'im tzadaktem atitan la. We're used to the expression "serve Hashem." What does it mean? I understand when you hire somebody to serve a purpose to serve you, you need help. He says, "You should serve us, Hashem." It comes like an evid, like a servant who serves you. Why do you need somebody to serve? You need somebody to clean the house. You need somebody to run your company. You need somebody to do certain tasks. You need a secretary. Whatever it is, the concept of an evid is. I need help in this world in one way or another. So I ask somebody if they can help me out. I hire them in one way or another. That's the whole concept of avoid. You're working. What does it mean? That's what he says. He's missing something. The Pasuk says in Eiv, if you're righteous, what are you giving him? So the, the literal meaning of the Pasuk needs hasbarah. It's the first time it says in Chumash. We're very used to it. Avoid this Hashem. Nobody's saying it. You have to pause and ask, what is it? Eloha Inyan. The Inyan is, you have to read the Pasuk very carefully. Havaya is he was, he is, and he will be. The Pasuk says in Malachi, the last prophet, I, Hashem, again, have not changed. And everything in His presence doesn't have any separate significance. It's all an aspect of His reality, which is infinite. So He's saying, Your Your work should be such that this Havaya should become Eloikeichem, as though it's your God. Ki'iluhu elekim shalachem. Da'ainu, what do we mean? She'yiye shoyre ve'kavua b'mayach u'machshava u'morgish v'nitvus b'sichle b'amis l'amitoy. Ki'iluhu e'nav royez gili elekusi yuzbarach mamash. This Havaya should be Eloikeichem. That the in the absolute infinity of Hoya 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 should become yours. It should be real by you. You should be able to live with it. It should become something that dwells in a person's mind, in a person's thought, in a person's hargish, in a conspicuous way. It should be grasped in your mind. It should become your individual God, your individual perception of reality. Havaya is absolute. It's haya, But what, where, where does it relate to me? should be that havaya should become elikechem. It should be real. This should be your definition of reality. Your definition of reality should be Havaya. This is, when we praise Hashem in the beginning of Shemin Esther, this is what we're saying. What does mean the God of Avram? Isn't that insulting? You're going to say he's the... He's the God of Avram also, but he's everything. What I means the God of Avram, the God of Yitzchak? 
Lahavdal, a person will say, you know who God is? He's the God of this tissue box. He's the God of this cup of coffee. It's true. So we don't think, Alekei Avram, Alekei Yitzchak. So what do you say right after that? Akel HaGadol HaGibbevanayr. Ki b'makim shatamaitzik dolasi shamatamaitzian vasnusa. The Gemara says at the end of Masechta Megillah, wherever you find his greatness, you find his humility. His greatness and his humility come together. What's pshat? So literally it means, wherever you find his greatness, there'll also be a pasuk describing his humility. The Baltanya Taitra is something else. Ki be'emes kula kamekeloi chashif. Ve'islapshusi b'bchinas gedula kivayachel anavehi. Because really, when it's talking about the ain't soif, everything, everything is kaloi chashiv. It doesn't have a, a separate chashivis. It's like subsumed in the infinite reality. For him to be a gadol, it's anava. In other words, for God to define himself as a gadol, as the source of creation, that's humility. So, elekei avram, elekei yitzhak, elekei yaakov, means that avram and yitzhak and yaakov, havaya became elekei chem. It becomes yours. It becomes mine. In other words, it's something that becomes part of my perception, my reality, the reality that I see, ki'ilu ain of rois, as though a person sees it. That's how, that's how real it becomes. It doesn't just remain real in the realm of infinity. Avadatem that havaya should become a loikechem. Vuhu ba'emes ikir havayda. And this is the main havayda, umikan ikir ha'aschalem ulmaila lamata. And from here is the beginning, the main beginning of Avaida, Milmaila from higher Lamata, coming down to the lower human condition. This is Vavadatam, it's a tremendous Avaida that the physical brain, which is responsible for all consciousness of a person, should be able to absorb and grasp Episagili of Alakus. How could it? If it's pure infinity, it should transcend any perception. That's the makam shatamaitse gedulasay atamaitse anvasnusay. For Hashem taka to be a kel hagadol elakei Avram elakei elakei Yaakov, it's the ability, it's the humility to compress itself. That pure infinity should be able to still be experienced by the finite brain, by the finite human being. We usually see physicality because physicality is measured, it's tailor made, it's accustomed. It's filtered to my brain. But the core of that is ain't soif. This is the avayda, that havaya should become a lekechem. And he says, it's an avayda gdoyla, that the physical reality of a person should be able to be, to be able to take God seriously. That elekus should be real. There should be gili elekus. It should be a real, it should be reality. By us, reality is physicality, nothing else. This is the, the this is the real avayda. That elekus, should be real. You can have a conversation about that dimension of reality. Like you have a conversation about the cup of coffee in front of you. Like he says, like your eyes see it, but your eyes don't see it. It's counterintuitive. The divine is counterintuitive because everything is concealed. That's the whole avayda. What's your avayda? That avayda should be a lekechem. I could call it mine. I call my jacket mine. I could call my phone mine. I could call my house mine or the bank's. Yours. When we God is yours. Well, you own him. You own him. That's, 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 yes, I own him. What do we mean I own him? That my eye relates to it as something real, that it's mine. It's connected to me. It's, it's mine. It's in my life. It's in my reality. Here it can be born 
an emotion of love and an emotion of love. This is called birth. Love and awe is, is the euphemism for that. The metaphor is that it's a son and a daughter. Ava is associated with a, a, a boy, a ben, a son. Pasuk says Zachar Chazda, which is also Zachar. Zachar is he remembers. But the same words like Zachar, which is masculine. Hayiri Bchinas Bas, Yira or is connected to the daughter. Vizel Bas The Gemara says you have a daughter first, it's a good simon that you'll have sons. Why? When you have, he says, Before love, you need yira. You need respect for boundaries. Or there's no love without yira. So, when you have a daughter first, it's a good simon for bonan. It's a good simon for bonan. Because yira is the concept of respect, of awe. Ava must come after yira. Because an ava that's not based on a respect, on boundaries, on the awe, so that Ava is very often very selfish. So he says, When a person's Avoida is not like this, in this way, He wants to hold on to the Midas of Ava and Yire to love and fear. <coughs> What do you mean, Sheroitzlach? He wants to own it. He ne he loy titzlach biyader. It will not, sharp words, what Moshe told him, ma'apilim, the ma'apilim. He loy sitzlach. It will not succeed in his hand. Ula oilam loy yoilit shum ave viyira amitim kiim dem yoinus shaf. He will never give birth to real children, to real love and real, or only delusions. There'll be dem yoinus. Dem is delusions, dreams, in vain. What's Pshata Dimyan? It doesn't last. It's temporary. Spiritually, this is called Meshakela. What's Meshakela? Yeledes Vekeveres. It's a stillborn child. Or a child, Rechman Alitzlan, who passes away, meaning there's no Kiyum. She gives birth, but Keveres. What is this spiritually? Spiritually, it means there's Ava and Yira, but they don't last. I have love, and a week later it's gone. A year later it's gone. I have awe, and it's all gone. Then there's Akara. There's no fertility. There's no birth. So the Pasuk says there won't be a bereaved woman who buries a child, or an infertile woman, in your land. So literally it means, in your land it won't be. Alpipnimius, alpiramazim, homiletically he teaches very differently. The reason there could be a meshakela and akara is because you think it's coming from your land, not from his land. You know when there could be a meshakela and akara? Baratzecha. Because it's coming from your land, from your earth. You think you're the generator of it. Not from Eretz Halyoyin or from Eretz In other words, what the Balatanya is saying here is something very, you understand what he's saying? Our entire relationship from Hashem, with Hashem comes from Hashem. Our entire relationship with Hashem 
comes from Hashem. What I can do is I plow, I plant, I open myself up to it, as he will discuss at length, but it comes from Eretz El Yaina, that's where it comes from. There's a temptation in a person to say, I own it, it's mine. He says, then there's Meshakela and Akara. Either there's no Ava Vira at all, or there is, but it's a dimyan. When you're, everyone knows you get on a high, you think you're connected to something, right? Like the story with the cat and the mouse, you know the story, yeah? Now they say it about the Rambam, they say it about a lot of people. They were discussing if animals could really change, and they trained a cat, and the cat was a waiter, and it was Gavaldic, and he came with a mouse, yeah? And as the cat was carrying the trays of sushi and cheese and wine to, uh, to the tables, you know, he let out the, he let out the, <laughs> the mouse, and there went the cat in all those sophistication. We all know that experience, yeah? You have deep, uh, ava vayira, and then you see the, and then you see the mouse, and you see the cheesecake. That's called the dimyan. Why is this? It's Bartzecha. I think I own it. I created it. And it's very tempting. I have it. He says, you have nothing. It's gonna, it's a mashakela. It doesn't last. Or it's a karad. Bachal doesn't come out. Why, why, why is this so important? It's so important because essentially, how can I love and awe the infinite that's completely beyond? There's only one way. If God chooses the relationship, how can my brain experience this? He has to choose the relationship. He has to say, I'm ready to compress my infinity in the little finite mortal brain and heart of uh, Y.Y. Jacobson or uh, Isaac North or Rabbi Litzman. By definition, by definition, you're talking about Havaya, Hoya Hoivavi, Kula Kamek Eloi Chashev, Elikei Chem, Elikei Avram, Elikei Zelikei Yaakov. The moment I think I own it, I have it, I'm going to create it. It's not that. It's some delusion. You heard up a, a song, you got inspired for a couple of minutes. Fighting a guy. You have your, your spiritual drugs. Mamish like drug intoxication. How long does it last for? Till you sober up. So it's, it's a nice feeling. But it's a Lysia Meshakela Vakara because it's Bartsecha. You think it's coming from your, from your Ered. It doesn't come from you. Cobs all from Ered Salyayna. And he says, this is a person that has to have on his heart. He has to understand it. He has to have Bemunashlema. That the all experiences, every Avaviyir, all Dvekas with Hashem is a gift that comes from Hashem. I could prepare. I can open up. I can ask. It's a gift. It's a choice. That I, I am now producing, producing this, this tzmecha. The Gemara says in Megillah, after the end of Masechus Megillah, in the place where you find God's greatness, that's where you find His humility. So the Balatanya teaches, for God to be great, He must be humble. What does it mean God is great? The Gemara says, Gdula zumai seberashis, brachas nanchas. What's God's greatness? The creation. What for we call greatness is for him the greatest humility. For God to become the DNA of the universe is the most humbling or humiliating thing in the world. Because it's taking undefined infinity and becoming the engine of the universe. Now for us, that's pretty big. 
Not bad. The creator did a good job. He's pretty good. Right? But what we call Gdullah is for him another. So for Hashem to become a Lekei Avram, a Lekei Yitzhak, a Lekei Yaakov, yeah? To become a Lekei Aaron. You ever say a Lekei Aaron? The God of Reb Aaron, yeah? That's another. Now for you, it's, it's, my, it's my God. Herman Wook has the book, right? This is my God. Huh? This is my God. It's mine. It's not yours, it's mine. <laughs> Not pessimistic at all. But we, you can't do anything. Either you merit it or not. You know, something is missing you. Okay, we'll continue. <laughs> not pessimistic at all. It's, it's a tremendous thing. It means that when God says, Avaidus Hashem, He says, I'm in. The question is if you're in. He decided it already. You don't have to decide it. You just have to show up. That's an amazing thing. You have to show up. Just like you read President Obama. He was president. He's giving it to you. He wants to give it. We'll continue tomorrow, Bezer. Hashem, everybody have a wonderful day. We're going to continue with the Gemara now. <clears throat> the Ganavon? What did you say? I'm thinking, you know, it says you should make Hashem your God. Ganavon prays to be successful. Is it his God? One of the most beautiful verta of the Kotzke Rebbe. He said, yesterday's parsha, right? You shouldn't have other gods, right? You know what he said? Alakim should not be an acher by you. He shouldn't be a stranger. <laughs> he should be a close friend. Alakim <laughs> is, you know, some other, some other guy. Alikim shouldn't be an acher. He shouldn't be a stranger. The Herst. Alikim shouldn't be a stranger. Alikim, it should be your own. It's yours. It's mine. Like you. All the love he gives. He'll give you the love. He'll give you the all. He'll give you everything. Stay tuned. In tuned. In tuned. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.